0: I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Well, we have a difficult topic today, a topic about cheating and whether you can prevent that in a relationship. And Alvian, before uh, uh, we get started, I, you know Barbara had an interesting um, story about mm-hmm. uh, something that she... Uh, I guess, concerned a friend on, on Facebook, and uh, so I, I asked her if she would re- relate that story quickly to it.
1: Very quickly. Hi, you guys. How you doing? Just uh, wanted to say that a post popped up on my feed, and the wife wanted to know, what should she do? Uh, a woman at her husband's job had made it very clear that she was interested in this wife's husband, <laughs> and even gave him candy and her question was do i do anything or do i let it go and i thought it was very interesting at the time when i was reading the feed most of the resp- all the responses at that time were women and the majority of them said nothing it's up to the guy to shut it down and i'm just curious as to what you guys think about that
0: what you do, do you first, think oh, me first <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> she like, already
2: said that yeah, she had lots of well, female responses. P- putting so me on the spot here. Let's huh? start with okay. you.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't disagree that it's up to uh, the person to whom overtures have been made to mm-hmm. shut it down. Mm-hmm. But the bigger frame around this has to do with the conditions, I think, of the relationship between a man and a woman that, f- that uh, make... That create the potential, at least, for cheating to be an issue, and I, and I want to. You want to say something that I think is is strong, uh, maybe too definitive, but we'll let our listeners decide that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard people say love takes a lot of effort. It's real work, and then I've heard the counter to that: love should never be work. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that Pollyannish perspective, I think, is the path to perdition. folks. It is real effort. I don't mean work, but it is real and constant effort to put the person that you care about in your life front and center. I'm, I have a simple saying. Um, God's my number one. Peggy's my number two. And I don't mean in in rank and order, but I mean, those are my priorities in life. Not all of them, but those are my chief priorities. And that means that I want to love Peggy the way that God loves me. Unconditionally, all the time, unwavering consistency. And I want her to know that. I want her to know every day, that's where she is in my life. She's that important to me. She's that central to, uh, to me, to my sense of well-being. And I believe that if you are both living your life that way, that the conditions for cheating will never occur because you'll have no motive, no incentive, no desire to turn away from a relationship that's positive and affirming and uplifting to seek out something from someone who, by the way, is about violating trust. (laughs) Because someone who's going to come to you and say, hey, I I like you, whether they're single or married, they know what they're doing. They know that they are about to violate the most sacred trust that exists between a man and a woman. So what do you think?
2: <laughs> okay. So I have two thoughts. The first thing is that um, I agree with you on the condition concept. What we actually call it um, in a piece I was writing some years ago is the grass principle. And what the grass principle is is, um, and, and can be applied to all kinds of things, is that if you drop a match on dry grass, it will set a flame. If you drop a match on wet grass, it will fizzle out. The match will always be the same, but the condition of the grass is what determines whether or not there'll be a fire. That is true in conflict. If we have a really healthy dialogue between the two of us even in our workplace, we can talk about things, we can disagree about things, but it doesn't turn into a major issue because the conditions for it to be a fire are not present. Simultaneously, I could say something that is seemingly insignificant, but because the conditions are so dry, it turns into a fire. So we call it the grass principle. So That is very true inside of a marriage. Are the conditions such that someone is being left without inside of the relationship, that he or she feels the need to supplement or complete um, whatever it is that is missing outside of the relationship? Okay, so whatever's missing on the inside, they're using something on the outside to supplement that because obviously they've opted not to separate and start their independent lives. They're still married. That is problematic, and that's what we're talking about, cheating. But I will say this, though. I heard once that this interesting quote that said, no, you'll always have two kinds of people. The ones that no matter how bad things get in a relationship, they will never cheat. And the ones that no matter how good things are in a relationship will always cheat. Mm. Because cheating at the end of the day is a character issue. It is not just about the conditions. The conditions are a factor, no question about it, that lend themselves to good or bad things happening. But the final decision as to whether or not we're going to allow for those things to take place rather than choose to separate and legitimately move on in our independent ways, that's a character issue. And what no one can fix inside of a relationship is the other person's character. Yeah,
0: you know that's an excellent point, and and I and I should have spoken to that. Um, I do think that there are people who are constitutionally um, unable to maintain mm-hmm. a relationship, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not casting judgment here. I I, I want to say that I think if you find people like this, you'll find if you get below the surface that this is a, a function of how they were raised. Absolutely. You know, a value set. And as you very well said, it's a question of character. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people who don't um, don't have um, a very good sense of who they are and don't know what they represent. And when, when you cheat, I mean, first of all, you're cheating on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, true. Y- 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 you are doing to someone else what you would... Be intolerant of having done to you, mm. and if you think about that for just half a second you'd never do it mm-hmm. um, uh, but I do think that there are people good people who are tempted mm-hmm. you know, who who so to speak could fall off the wagon <laughs> and I think that the the antidote and i'm i 'm being quite literal here, which is can you prevent cheating? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first, yes, by being in a relationship with somebody who has that kind of integrity, that kind of character, mm-hmm. and by by making sure that before you've gone down the path in the relationship to the point where where that's an issue, where you've said we are in a monogamous relationship, and and this is the trust that exists between us, that you know who that person is that right. you've you know, bonded with. Uh, and then I think, as as, as you said, you, you have to keep the grass wet. You have to right. make sure that the, <laughs> that, that uh, there isn't fertile ground here for cheating to prosper. Um, this doesn't relieve I- either party of responsibility. It just simply ensures that um, it's not even a temptation. Because we are, uh, you know, I, I, we say this often, but this is so real, we're, we're human beings. We are fundamentally flawed. It's it's absurd to believe that human beings are going to, to walk the perfect walk in their lives. We're all going to make mistakes.
1: Well, here's a question that I want to throw out there. Because the other side of what people were responding was... Take her out in the back alley, <laughs> 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 which I want to get to the point of of this whole idea of blaming the other person, mm. the external, mm-hmm. um, and where where is that line? Where do you draw that line? Um, or is it, is, it, is it should it always remain internal? Meaning, if someone is approaching, you know, what your spouse. Do you ever speak to that other person or do you just keep it with you and your spouse?
2: Well, I certainly um, have an opinion about that. Uh, generationally, of course, you know, women in my 30 40 age group tend to be a little bit different about what it is that they want and how they want to go about doing those things and who belongs to whom and who should be upset about what. Um, what I would have to say is that. From a personal perspective, I don't believe that there is ever a time that two women should be fighting over a man. I just don't believe in it, period. What I will also say, though, is that um, I would, if it were me, I would leave it to Matthew to handle the situation. However, if he has done and says to me, Hey, honey, I told this woman that I feel this way and she is persistent and I'm getting uncomfortable with the how persistent she is. I don't want to be aggressive about it as a man because Matthew is a true gentleman. I don't want to be aggressive or rude about it, but I have made this wondrously clear, but she is really certain about this thing. Then I would get involved because if my husband has told you you're making him uncomfortable and you are continuing to persist in this on this or in this pursuit then we need to have a conversation because you need to understand that from woman to woman I'm not kidding either <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so so you may not kneecapper but right. <laughs> you're gonna have a strong conversation we need to have a very serious
2: conversation because you need to understand that Matthew was loved protected <laughs> Comforted, and there is a whole nother side to his his very professional wife. yeah now i don't I don't feel the need currently to take you into an alley, but it
0: is not beneath me. <laughs> mm. Wow so uh, yeah uh, I don't want to get caught up in in, in the blame thing. Um, but I do want to revisit what I said earlier, which is that when someone, man or woman, uh, makes overtures.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: to a person who's in a relationship and they know they're in a relationship. This isn't innocent. Right. Let's let's call this what it is. This is not innocence. You know what you're doing. And there is no excuse. Right. There is no possible explanation rationalization that you can offer. You can sell yourself one. We, we did a show not long ago about lies we tell ourselves. There are a ton of lies. Oh, he's not happily married. She's, she's miserable. He's a terrible provider. He, you know, he beats on her. Not an excuse. Sorry. Sorry. Mm. If you are concerned about somebody, you should give them good counsel and assistance, but has nothing to do with getting into into the midst of their relationship absolutely that's an intentionality to do harm mm. You may disguise it as uh as love you you may disguise it as well, I care very much about you i I'm attracted most of the time and i and i I don't resort to this often, but I will say it. Um, This has nothing to do with love. This is straight out lust. Right. Um, This is straight out, I want you. Mm -hmm. Um, And get a hold of yourself. (laughs) I'm sorry. So there you, know, there you have the first of, of, uh, of some, sh- some uh, conversation that we're going to be having on this topic. Stay tuned for next week because we're going to talk about this some more. But mm-hmm. if you have some stories that you'd like to share with us, we would like to hear them. Uh, we can read them anonymously or we can include as you choose. But um, if you'd like to do that, please write to us, alvian at lovelife.digital
2: Or you can write to douglas at lovelife.digital.
0: And uh, stay tuned for some more conversation about the subject of infidelity and what to do about it if it happens in your life. We'll see you next week.